You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Podcast presented to you by Flawless Noses Media. I'm one third of your host, Jeremy, aka Black Nine on Twitter, aka Please Leave Us Alone, aka Y'all Niggas Are Ugly, and that's why people don't like you, and it's not because you like anime. And I'm joined by my friends and my co hosts. Hello, everybody. This is Candace, better known as London's mom, but you can find me on Twitter at Not So Newlywed PC. I don't have a ton of AKAs for you guys today. I do, however, want to say that big knees should allow some big gums on a big gooch. I need new friends. <laughs> you can't afford them. <laughs> Drag me. You can't afford you know, you, them. Uh, you're you right. You did that, friend. Touche. Touche. Uh, Carry on. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stand y'all niggas. Well, we ain't do nothing yet. <clears throat> Anyways, come on, come on in, Curtis the Menace, aka Trollificent on all social media, aka the Tesla of trash, aka Gucci's child. And oh. this week, um. We have like a semi-dry week. We had a couple of season finales, we believe. But first, I want to touch on this real quick. We're not going to cover Married to Medicine LA on this episode. Because that first episode, I don't like the way they did it. They, is, they're not introducing the new cast of LA easily. Like It's, it's oversaturated with the ATL ladies, so... We're going to see what next week brings and maybe they'll do better to make it clear who is who and who's on the actual cast instead of bombarding us with Quad and Contessa and um, Dr. Heavenly and that big tooth bitch. So we'll get to them next week, maybe if it's not boo boo, because we do reserve the right not to watch if it's boo boo. Correct. And with that being said, so we're actually going to change up the lineup a little bit this week. We're going to start with Black Ink Crew Chicago. This was season five, episode 10, Lacuna Matata. Jeremy's over there doing whatever the fuck he's doing, about to bust people's eardrums. Right. Nigga, you okay? Did you pass out? Okay? I'm saying, did you fall? Was that your life alert hitting the ground? Did somebody push them? Did somebody push them big knees back while we record? <laughs> first, first of all, push your all, knees uh, back, Jeremy. Uh, fuck y'all. Second of all, we're trying to figure out what y'all talking about because I didn't even move. I ain't moving to do shit. I'm trying to figure out what y'all talking about. You got, you got to say, put push your knees back with a Baltimore accent. <laughs> I cannot stand <laughs> But for real, what y'all heard? Because I didn't move. I didn't do shit. I'm trying to figure out what like y'all you swallowed about. your microphone. Right. 
Shit, I didn't even do that. Shit, I, what the fuck? Hey, I, I Apple, get y'all shit. Apple headphones, get y'all shit together. <laughs> well, I mean, they ain't got shit to get together because they raggedy anyway. But anyway, okay, Black King Crew. So shout out to Ryan. Uh, his son was on there with that luxurious mane. I know, right? Is this the one he has? The one. Uh... Oh, he, he only has, got the one, right? Yeah, I believe he only has the one. So yeah, the one. With Rachel, Rachel is the one with two kids. She got the son with Jeremiah. Yeah, yeah. did did be okay. dad over there. Yeah, um, just like his career. Well, well, when you get kicked off your own tour, emphatically <laughs> 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 um, at that. Yeah, so the shop was working themselves up about the new shop because Ryan wasn't giving them any information. And instead of just being patient and going to the reveal, they sitting there doing the most and working each other up. So the usual. Um, Van had a talk with his daughter's boyfriend. He's still on this bad boys two kick. And I'm really over it. Talking to that boy about what's your sexual intentions with my daughter. And it's like, right. nigga, that boy, and that boy said, nigga, I just, <laughs> and that boy, that boy was like, nigga, we just go bowling and I like her, like, leading me the fuck along. Yeah. She's, she's smart and very beautiful. She's a young black queen. And I was like, okay, that's quite enough of this. Right. I was, I was like, please, who read you these lines? Yeah. Who read you these lines? Yeah. Um, Let's see. Charmaine's boyfriend, I believe his name is Neek. Or that's, yes. what, he, that's what he yes. goes by. So he has a new earring. He owns some Michael Bolton shit. And he has like this earring in his ear with the long chain. And then I forget what was on the end of it. But I was like, what the fuck is this? It was some bullshit is what it was. And Charmaine, oh, my man has his earring. And then I was like, bitch, don't know. Ain't nobody looking at him. He not styling and profiling with that fucking earring. He look a dumbass. Just like you. Both of y'all. Y'all deserve each other. It's two dumbass fucking bozos. Speaking of bozos, so then he suggests that Charmaine should have an app because apparently her having two jobs and uh two let me rephrase. Two part-time jobs. She hang out at the shop a lot and she does YouTube videos means that she needs an app so people can keep up with her activities. To which I say no. We don't. We don't we don't need we don't need more Charmaine. Enough the the what we get on this show is enough. Right. So he suggests having an app for her. She thought she was getting an app for free because she was like, oh, how much dick I'm gonna have to suck. And he was like, ah, uh, we're gonna keep this professional. I'm gonna send you an invoice. Yes, he, he, <laughs> here's this transaction. And he was like, app is like 30, 35,000 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, she started acting away because she really thought she was gonna get it for free. And she's like, What about all the stuff I do for free? What about all the cooking and cleaning that I do? And I was like, sis. Like he has to like this is this is his work. He has he he has people to pay. He could he just he just can't he just can't start you up and build you some shit for free just because you sucking his dick. Like girl, that ain't oh, how this I mean, works. Not only that, but your issues in your relationship like that's some shit y'all need to work out on separately. That ain't got nothing to do with the people that need to actually do what's required to build an app for you. 
And then she's like, oh, it's going, I, mean, I want it to be a twerk app. So it'll chime, I guess, give a notification talking about it's time to twerk with Charmaine. And I was like, uh, you goddamn bozo. And then <laughs> she takes the bozo to new heights and says she wants her app to have a smell feature so that people can smell <laughs> how she, she smells. At any given point of the day, so it don't even matter. Even if she musty, they Which. And I'm just like, what kind of idiot do you have to be? Why would you even want people to smell you when you musty? When in air quotes, because I'm sorry, nothing about Charmaine <laughs> suggests to me that she is never not musty. Right. Then she then she literally go to the doctor on one of these episodes for that because she always got damn musty. Well, I mean, being sweaty is not necessarily the same as being musty, but it's Charmaine, so we know she be musty. Um, right. and I was just like, so you just gonna drag yourself? Okay, cool. All well, right. my whole thing was I was like, who in the world has an app with the smell feature? Nobody. Who who told you that this technology was available? Uh, and so the man is just a very perpetually dumb bitch who does not get it like yeah yeah i wonder about her upbringing for her to be this old and this stupid yeah well i mean her daddy called her stupid on the show so and her mom her mama asterisk or that woman that get to play her mom yeah there was like a deleted scene with her mama but i didn't watch it because i didn't care um so then charmaine decides she gonna show neek the worth of all the work that she does so she cooks and she cleans and she got you know her best body con dress from fashion over on and she served him a plate and you know alludes that he gonna get dessert in bed then she goes in there with some fucking glasses on and invoices printed on blue paper. Talking about $3,000 for cooking and cleaning. And Neek was like, you don't even do a good job. <laughs> right. You know what it reminded me of? Remember that uh, scene in... What's that damn time? Uh, that fucking time. Diary of a Mad Black Woman. With, uh, when we deal with tallying up all the shit that... Uh, oh, yeah. In the play? Yeah. Yeah. Was she it, it might have been in the movie, too. I don't remember. I think it was in both. When she was tallying yeah. up all the costs that she he all them years, she don't yeah. spend with that nigga. That's what she, it reminded me of. She was like, "Is the sex good?" And she was like, "Nope, not lately." Major major deduction, deduction. right? Yeah, <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. Shout out to Tyler Perry. I heard his latest Medea movie is awful. Anyway, <laughs> what else? Well, <laughs> well. Um, so shout out to Don Fine ass. He booked season two of whatever Amazon series that they didn't say the name of, which didn't make sense to me because I don't really know how that promotes it. Because if you like me, I'm not gonna Google Don to see what Amazon series he's on. Like if you're right. not gonna tell me on the show, then good luck. But he's doing this thing, he had to go to New York to film for the show, and he told Ashley that, and she was like, okay, cool. We going to New York. Pretty and much. then when they were in New York, he alluded that I guess he's serious about pursuing acting and he feels like there's a possibility that they may have to move to New York or LA or Atlanta. And she was like, okay, that's cool. 
I, I mean, like, what else is she gonna say? Right. I was like, well, I mean, I don't know. You may be getting a little ahead of yourself, but okay. I mean, you know, if you don't believe in you, then who will? Right. Um, but what I really came here to say is that Ashley looked very fucking ugly with those braces and that red <laughs> lipstick. <laughs> like she literally looks like if Timon went, I mean not Timon, if Pumbaa went and got some braces <laughs> and then put on some some of that uh stunner shit from Rihanna from Fenty. Like she just looked real bad. Yeah. And I always gonna look bad. And the way she kept smiling, she smiled like Tasmanian devil. I just, I don't like it. I just, I'm so tired. Who do we have to write to get Don a new wife? <laughs> like, what needs to occur? You know, like I, I feel like we've. Five, it's been five seasons of this. Like she can't go. <laughs> we can't get an upgrade like uh, well not an upgrade but we can't get a different model like on Fresh Prince <laughs> I don't even care if she light skin I just... <laughs> enough is enough <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> Don got to go on that Chappelle skit tra- trading places Get a new wife. He need to. I don't know what he. I just, I'm. I've had enough. <laughs> yeah, Ashley can go. <laughs> she can go. Oh man. <laughs> she, we get it. You married. You got a wife. She don't need to be on the show though. <laughs> get you a work wife. It's fine. Please, because you, you're gonna cheat anyway. So I mean, it's fine. You gonna cheat. He ain't done cheating. I refuse to believe that he's done cheating. But anyway, he gonna do that anyway because that's just how you. She just looked real bad, like real bad. Yeah, she well, she can't help it. She always gonna look bad. Yeah, she looked like if they took a picture of like a rhinoceros, but did that why so serious shit that they did when a Batman movie with Joker came out with Heath Ledger. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's yo you're like right they, that, they, like if they took the the hippo bitch from the madagascar movies and gave her the joker smile yeah but anyway enough about her because yep um so ouch so ryan um he has a party for the uh grand opening of the new nine mag the bigger space and it did look like a humongous space i was like jesus yeah um i still i'm it's it's the same building because there's a door in the shop that they couldn't go in while ryan was working on the new shop so they got to be connected which is kind of weird to me but and i'll get to why when we get to that part but Everybody comes out. Four is there. You know, he's talking about he's feeling good and he's getting back to making music, which I said we already know that because in real time he released that album Cake, which I didn't listen to yet, but I will. Um, and he was like, "Put your hands together for the new Nine Mag staff." And all these stranger bitches started walking out from the back, and Charmaine and Van and everybody was looking like, "Uh." uh? 
And then Rachel showed up looking as beautiful as ever. Ryan, mom and dad was there. Um, And Rachel just being in attendance had Charmaine shook. She was was mad salty. She was. she wasn't salty. She was scared. They 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 wrote the clip back at the last time they was in the same space. <laughs> yeah, so she was like, "Well, Rachel's not a big fan of me and Van, so blah blah blah." I was like, "Um, all right." Yeah, because Van was like, "Oh, Rachel's here, cool." Charmaine was like, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Which ooh. makes sense because Van has a different relationship with Ryan than uh, Charmaine. Uh, Charmaine does. Yeah. But yeah, Rachel definitely has Charmaine shaking in her bacon grease. Yep. You speaking of speaking of sweat, her sweating all the goddamn time. Yeah. She was definitely sweating gravy. Um, so then Ryan and Rachel was taking pictures together and all of that and doing that weird shit when people start asking if they back together they didn't answer the question they didn't say no but they didn't say yes either so i was like okay so y'all still fucking that's fine yeah there's nothing wrong with familiar genitals especially with somebody that you've been with for a long time you know we have to assume that is good i pray that it's good because that would be the ultimate cosmic joke if Ryan was that fine and his sex was trash. <laughs> uh, but I don't got, yeah, I would say the universe got jokes, but I don't think that's the case. Yeah, every now and then, but I I don't think that's the case. Um, but anyway, Ryan did all that extra shit just so he could leave the old shop to Van. From my best guess, it looks like Ryan still owns the shop, but yeah. he's given total control of it to van because he was like on my side basically of the shop i'm gonna do things the way i want to do them you over here you on your own unless it's just something major and then you run it by me but outside of that how whatever you say goes right and i was like you really did all this just so you could leave the shop to van and i'm like didn't we already do this with van being in control of a shop the streets don't the streets ain't forgot. The North remembers loyal slash loyalty ink. Well, loyal, right. loyal trash is what, what the fuck it was. The streets remember Van happily giving handing over control to whoever the fuck Don. Uh, Don after him and Charmaine ran it a fucking muck and basically ran it into the ground. I mean, it was in the ground from the beginning, but they definitely ran it even deeper. Right. Anything with Lily attached from the beginning is gonna fail, but. <laughs> you know, like I said, they did all that, but uh, so it, they left it up in the air. It's not clear who's doing what and who's going where. As far as like Junior, Lily, we know Van's gonna be in the shop. So Van and Don and Four, because Ryan was like, I'm leaving everybody behind. So I'm assuming he's gonna be in his new shop. And the way he worded it, it's not clear if the new shop is gonna be on the show or not. Right, but the old shop is definitely going to stay the shop, the show shop, and I think everybody that was working in there is going to keep working in there. Like I said, except for Lily, we don't know where she's going to land. I'm assuming she's going to land in the new shop since she says she don't want to work at the old shop. Which again, I wish Ryan would stop being a bitch about this race shit. 
because Lily really has been showing her ass ever since she got clocked again for saying nigga. And the fact that you like, I don't want to go back and work in the shop. Why? Because you don't want to admit that they're right. And you don't want to admit that you are being racist when you use the word that you, first of all, for using the word period, but especially the way that you use it, it's all their fault. And you don't want to admit that. So you don't want to go back to the shop and Ryan giving you a place to go. I'm like, there's got to be a, other good artists. I just don't understand dying on the hill for motherfucking Lily. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't get it. Imagine, imagine going to the links that he go to for an old pot of adobo like a Lily, but whatever. You know, Ryan fine, so we know he, I mean, Ryan fuck with cats, so we know his decision making is not sound. Uh, that was pretty much it. And from what I can tell, it was the season finale. They didn't do any previews for another episode. It's only been 10 episodes, so we thought that that was strange, but it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it is a nice way to wrap it up. It's just Yeah, usually we, I mean, yeah. it was dry, but it is wrapped up neatly. Yeah, because usually we have like 14, you know, episodes or some shit, but you know what I mean? Hey. Also, I said this in the pregame, and it deserves repeating Van, we don't care that you're back with Jin. We do not care that Bebop and Rocksteady has gotten back together. We don't care. Leave us alone, please. Because you're still going to cheat. Right. And she's still going to take you back like like the bozo she is. Yeah. And y'all still going to look ugly together. So, Correct. We don't care. Leave us alone, please. (sighs) Speaking of looking ugly together, that is a great way to segue over to loving hip-hop Miami. (laughs) <laughs> so this is episode 10 of season 2 performance anxiety which I guess that title comes from Prince's performance because I'm like who the fuck else performed I mean Jojo was performing the whole episode but that, hello <laughs> so um, first and foremost uh, I want to say that chaotic having negative points in the cook off and trick daddy cheating had me laughing yes I was like of course yeah. trick daddy bitch ass cheating they wouldn't even eat chaotic food Right, and they gave him negative three hundred something points. I was like, y'all, y'all rude as shit. Yeah, they were rude for that. And then I also was pl- laughing and very pleased when um, Donkey Kong got on there and sh- snatched JoJo's wig off. Um, okay. Y'all, y'all may know her as Shay. That was a great moment. It was. It was a great moment in Women's she History Month. Did she snatch it off? She she flossed it between her legs like it was dental floss. <laughs> yeah. And it's what JoJo deserves because that is a raggedy, taggered ass bitch. Yeah. Um, I said it in the group chat. I I just I cannot believe that they're really being serious with this JoJo shit and her talking about Amada put roots on her like. Like, you I don't, are the common denominator in all things negative in your life, you dumbass bitch. It's really you. And like, and I was saying this pregame, like, I thought it was maybe, you know, just the show being they goofy selves. And it might just be, but the fact that JoJo is doing this much on it, I'm just like, so you you really believe this shit. You really believe that, that this girl who ain't really done shit to you. Is the reason why everything in your life is falling apart. You really, you really believe in your own hype. 
Yeah, like you've really convinced yourself that you are a good person and you don't deserve bad things to happen to you when you, again, are literally the common denominator in everything. The only one that's responsible for that store is you and it's failing. Why? Because you don't know what the fuck you're doing. You don't know how to run a, bu a boutique. Your daddy was probably just throwing money at you to the point where you didn't know that you was in the red, technically. And now you're sitting up here with a failing store. All the shit with Bobby and Prince, all of that was you. Amada yeah. didn't have shit to do with that. Amada didn't tell nobody nothing about nothing going on with you and Bobby and Prince. All of that shit was you. And the fact that Bobby Missy is the only one that you can really call friends, that in itself should be goddamn telling. Well, I mean, but she don't consider him messy, so of course she's well, not going to see that. Well, yeah. Because she don't have no self-awareness. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, that's an ugly bitch. She is who she she really is. She looks she looks like one of she looks like that wax monster from that one episode of Scooby Doo. Like, oof, you just want an ugly bitch. God damn, Jojo. Oof. She mm. definitely she looked like hemorrhoids. Um what else? Prince made a song. And I thought it was comical that he already made a song in this performing and it's people with years and years and years in the game on this show that are struggling to put music and albums out. Right. Looking at you, Trina. Uh, whatever that, uh, <clears throat> whatever that lady that used to beef with Prince, I really can't believe that bitch is trying to set Amada up with Trick Daddy. Like, I just... She need her ass. Oh, dude. yeah, that DJ bitch that's like 60. Yeah. yeah. And she look it. I'm just like... You, I, mm. who who the fuck is y'all trying to fool? Like, right? Who is here for Trick Daddy and Amada? Literally, no one. And no you're not gonna convince one. me that Trick Daddy think he can keep up with no fucking Amada La Negra. He can't even keep up with Joy. Hello. He can't even stop looking like a fucking baked potato in the face. What the fuck he gonna do with Amada? Hmm. Strong words, but I heard nothing but facts. That's strong, ugly. <laughs> that nigga is fucking ugly. He he really is. <laughs> Come on with it, friend. Come on with it. Mm -hmm. Come on with it. <laughs> he look, he looked like if somebody took a blowtorch to swamp thing. <laughs> 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 well, well, I mean, you didn't lie. You didn't lie. He, he is. He is. He is just ugly as hell. Just goddamn. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um. So, who had a? Oh, it was Prince's performance. Amada was there. Veronica was there. And because Veronica is racist, she was over there sitting by herself with no friends. That part made me laugh. <laughs> but Amada, of course, went over there to talk to her and they worked things out. But she went full white women again. She went full victim again. Of course. Because basically, Veronica was trying to say that Amada didn't defend her when the shit happened and people were calling her racist. Which, and, um, is. which you are. And Amada was like, you call me a fake ass bitch. Of course, I'm not about to defend you. <laughs> right. <laughs> she was like, we wasn't cool then. You called me a fake ass bitch. <laughs> and we was sense. about to fight. 
But my thing is, I'm like, Amada don't have nothing to do with you being called racist. Like, you got called racist because of the way you handled that situation, but it was only echoing the calls of you being racist because you won't stop saying nigga. And you have done everything in your power, and the, the trash-ass niggas around you have come together in a fusion high, all trying to get, make excuses for you to be able to say nigga. That's why people calling you racist. Because young Hollywood is getting on just fine. And he was the one who was actually being racist as fuck to yeah. Amada. He yeah. getting along just fine. Him and Amada have made up. He's clearly learned his lesson, or at least he knows how to present like he has. I still feel like he's fucked Amada. So he he's super good. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, I, I had that thought, too, in the, watching this episode. I'm like, Damn, young Hollywood, we ain't had to cuss him out in a good little minute. He ain't been doing nothing. He been minding his business. I do think he was humbled. I do think Ratatouille was humbled right. when, <laughs> when the internet came for him and they came for his soup spoon. But Curtis, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I agree. Cause he he, you right. He just mind him. He don't be in shit. Literally no nothing. He don't be in nothing. He hang around chaotic and trick daddy, but only sometimes, and they usually in the studio, except when they did that weird ass shit when they was snatching them lobsters out of the water. Yeah. Or when uh JoJo and um and Veronica got into it and he was just looking like, Well, what the fuck is going well, I mean, on? But that, yeah, but that was at the cook off. So yeah. you know, so he, he, he just been hanging around chaotic and trick daddy, minding his business, yeah. eating, eating his flouters and you know, staying out of trouble. So Veronica, you gotta you are really on some bullshit. You're not gonna sit up here and convince us that it's nobody else's fault that you getting called racist but yours. Okay, nobody right. call nobody's gonna call you racist out the blue. That's exactly. literally not how it works. <laughs> so, but her and Amada made up and apologized to each other and kids. Veronica looked ugly in that scene too, but that's neither here nor there. Um, she might she always look ugly to me because fuck her. Oh, and Amada's wig at the end at that performance was really bad. It was. I don't know what the fuck was going on right above her face with them layers. <laughs> it was. A, it was a lot. She she it was looked a lot like going on. she looked like she had one of those things. What's uh? She looked like she had an awning on her fucking head. I'm like, bitch, what's <laughs> going on with this wig? <clears throat> yeah, it, it was a lot. It was a lot going on with Amara. It was a lot. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, Amada went horseback riding with Trick Daddy, but I'm glad she brought her mama with her. I don't blame her at all. I was super duper creeped out at Corpse Daddy trying to like push up on her and hug on her when she was trying to be like, yeah, we cool, friend. And he was trying to give her a hug anyway, and she was not here for it. Yeah, you could tell it on her face. Like, uh, I am ready for next week's episode where she finally fully curved him. Like, uh, we're not dating. We just hung out. We right. and Trick Daddy like in the previews. Right. Trick Daddy in the previews like this. Is my first time hearing it. No, it ain't, bitch. <laughs> no, it ain't. <laughs> you know, right. good and fucking well. Your your good days of being able to pull a bad bitch behind you. You broke. You fat. You bloated. You sickly. You musty. You bitchly. You drive a Honda Accord. You rent a G wagon for the show. It's just a lot. It's a lot of negatives. It's a lot of negatives. 
It's only negatives. What is the positive of Big Daddy in twenty nineteen? Give me one. I'm waiting. Unless unless somebody trying to make a coat out of monkey hair, ain't no ain't no positives. <laughs> well, that's that on that. Um, and then the last thing, chaotic. He connected with his dad. His dad is just as ugly as he is. Um, and apparently his father's a preacher. And I was like, of course his father's a preacher. He's been an absent father, so it makes sense for him to be a preacher now that his son is grown. He said, when I was watching that shit about you on the news, I was sad. Uh, bitch, that was a good time to go check on your fucking son. Right. Your right. son been in and out of jail his whole life. Now all of a sudden you want to rekindle because you see he on TV getting a check. You ain't slick, you crooked pastor, bitch. Yep. You ain't I, fooling us. <laughs> nope. Because Chaotic said he hadn't seen or talked to his daddy since he got shot in 2010. It's 2019 and you just now rolling up. Almost a whole ass decade. You ain't slick, nigga. No. And of course, what's the first thing you do? Finagle your way to get on this show. Mm -hmm. It wasn't even some, yeah, I reconnected with my dad. And then you come around after y'all been talking. Y'all's reconnection was on this show. Y'all ain't fooling nobody. Right, but Slap. chaotic. I mean, chaotic. I guess shout out to you for trying to help your family get a bag Good. because right. it looked like you're going to jail, so you need to be doing something right that way because you're going to jail that way and the other way, too. That way, <laughs> <laughs> um. So stupid bitch trying to toss the football with your goddamn daddy at the at the age of forty nine, bitch. What is wrong? <laughs> that bitch wanted to play frisbee with his dad. You on his way to jail, bitch. Don't nobody want to build up sentimental moments with you, you little bitch. Acting like he in pee wee football. You coming to my game, dad? Boy, fuck you. You a whole fucking criminal. Like, what the fuck is tossing around the old pig skin gonna do, stupid bitch? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I love how this is just made Candace insane. Because <laughs> it was the stupidest part of the whole thing. Hey, Dad, before you go, I brought my football. Man, fuck you and that crooked pastor. Yeah, I'm like, don't you have a barbecue restaurant to get back to? What the fuck is you even doing? Yeah, bitch, you should have bought some, you should have bought your dad some court papers to take back to the congregation so they could pray for your stupid ass. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Yeah, it was VV stupid. Oh, man. Not bad, everybody. Moving on. No, we needed no, that. Uh, the yeah. shows have been so dry. Oh, all right. So we are going to wrap this up with Love and Hip Hop New York. So I guess all three shows had they no Love and Hip Hop Miami didn't. So Love and Hip Hop New York and Black Ink Crew Chicago looked like they both had they season finales. Um, so this was episode 14, locked down. So we start on the beach. Uh picking up where we left off with Joe reading Safari's ass into the motherfucking sand. And shit, everybody got a piece of reading his ass, to be honest. Yeah, when, when Joe was like, you and your arrested development, we need to work on that shit. <laughs> I was like, okay, Joe. Okay, All Joey. Right. 
Uh, but I mean, didn't they? Nobody that read Safari on that beast. Nobody told a lie. Nope. Sin got in, and uh, she was reading them. She Mano. had no may know, but yeah, Sin had a good point about it not being Safari's vacation. Yeah, like you sitting here sneaking your bitch here that don't get along with no fucking body. Talking about it's nobody's business, but this ain't your vacation. But this, a lot you of can... black people don't know how to travel in group trips, and this was a good example of what the fuck we talking about. True. When it's a group trip, it's a group trip. Yeah. Like it's it's all in the greater good of the group. So yes, you trying to sneak this goofy attention seeking bitch on a trip that was not your trip to begin with. Now, if you plan a trip and it's your trip, cool. It's your trip. Bring who the yeah. fuck you want. But this was Juju's trip, and everybody got permission from Juju to bring somebody when this shit started coming into play. Because it was supposed to just be a girl's trip. Yep. And then Sin was like, well, you know, me and Joe really need to get our mojo back. Can we bring, can I bring Joe? She was like, yes. Joe was like, well, Mano, this is a good time for you to get back on a good foot with the bitch who want to rap, but she just need to stock the shelves. What's the bitch name? Maggie? Maggie, yeah. She don't childish look like a name for a she childish needs, bitch. She need to change that. <laughs> um, and so everybody asking, so for him to just lie about it, and here's this how you know a motherfucking line because you don't just decide to bring nobody on an international trip last minute. Nope. Y'all yeah. been talking about it. The minute he found out, he asked Erica to come. Yep, because she's a. Z-list celebrity. I mean, she might have shit going on. Like, there's no way you could just pop up and be like, hey, I'm going to Costa Rica this weekend. Can you come on through? Yeah. But it's not even that. Like Joe said, like, it's the fact that because nobody cares that you're actually with Erica. The only thing is people are asking you and you keep lying to their face. Because if we fast forward in the episode, Rich Dollars said the same thing. Him, like Mano called Rich and Joe. They were in the studio talking about it and they were filling Rich in on what happened in Costa Rica. And basically, Joe come to the point where he was about to smack fire out of Safari's ass, about to smack the, smack the Jamaican out of him. And Rich was like, huh? Well, because I, I did the same. I asked him if he was dealing with Erica. He told me no. Went out yeah. of his way to go on and on about no, I would never do that. And blah blah blah, and la 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 la, lying like shit. Right. Um. So Mano was like, "Well, I did invite him to my documentary screening, and he showed up, and he was uh, he was pouting. They had a last night in Costa Rica, and he was in there pouting." Why everybody was dancing and shit, and then he that showed nigga was sitting in the corner like a whole bitch. Cause he moved like a bitch. Cause he is a bitch. He a big dick bitch. Mm. I almost made a really bad show. I already know the joke. <laughs> we were right there. Mm. <laughs> I already know what you were finna say. Cause mm. I thought the same shit. Mm. But I was like, nah, I ain't finna say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, we trash right. <laughs> and I talk the same shit. But yeah, um, so Rich 
approached him and was like, basically, why did you lie to me when I asked you? Because then it came out that um, Safari proposed to Erica Mena. We saw this in real time around Christmas. Mm-hmm. He, he yeah. proposed to Erica and everybody on the cast saw it in the blogs and shit. And so Rich was like, I asked you multiple times if you were dealing with Erica and now here you are engaged to her. And Safari is still on that dumbass I'm grown. Can't nobody tell me I'm shit about y'all business. One is the loneliest number that you'll ever do. I don't have to answer to nobody. Shit. That's and, how you know when the motherfucker dead wrong too. Yep. Yeah. Because they that's they resort. That's what they resort to. I don't, I don't gotta, have to tell you pay nothing. my bills. I don't owe you nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't owe y'all nothing. Do. Y'all need to mind y'all business. But you getting with the woman that people number one that one of your friends has smashed, which. Right, but number two, that does not get along with several people that you claim to be friends with, and the fact that and Joe said it in Costa Rica, he was like, the fact that you just willing to shit on these friendships is telling for some community pussy. I mean, I mean, we're gonna call a spade a spade. Yeah, I mean, it's no shade, you know. I'm I'm not gonna lie. If I look like Erica Mena, I probably would be community pussy too, but <laughs> but. It's just weird. I just, and it just, he has proven because there was a time when I was like, Safari, I mean, he lame, but he not like bad. He just, he just lame, you know? But now I'm like, but no, you a dumbass, stupid bitch. Like, you really are as bad as people thought you were. Like, because look how you treat your friends. All of this because you, like, you want to be a husband that bad. So you're going to be a husband with no friends. You're going to be a husband with no friends and you're going to be a husband to someone who your multiple friends of yours have had, which, you know, no shade, but the that way don't even matter. About it. The fact that you're going to be friends and you marrying a bitch that's crazy and you're going to need friends. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, I just, I don't get it. I just, I mean, if you thought Nikki was crazy, who, who, who? Listen, because Erica Mena will definitely slap your ass in public with no apologies. Because the wind blew. Because the wind blew. And then she's going to call you a bitch, too. Right. Ooh, remember how she was calling uh, Stevie, Stevie J a bitch? Ooh. Yeah, and his daughter was about to beat the shit out of her. <laughs> Which, deservedly so. Right. Um. So now I'm like, so is this Safari's way of leaving this show? Is and because then he was talking about moving to Atlanta because he's trying to take his music serious, and I'm like, that's not why you're moving to Atlanta, right? You've been taking your music yeah. seriously, quote unquote, for eighty four years. Yeah. And again, it's a lot of talent in Atlanta, in you know, in the South, but Atlanta specifically, the the hip hop music scene has been going for a while. But be be mindful; they don't allow. A, a lot of outsiders in that music scene. A mm. lot of the, the Atlanta artists that have gotten on, they knew artists before them that got on and like they keep it in the family. You bringing your corny New York ass down there trying to be cute, you gonna get stomped out in Atlanta. The right. niggas is gonna beat you the fuck up. Cause you exactly. got, you almost got stomped out and booed at Dykeman Park when you was performing the song. Them niggas was about to pack you out. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what you think you finna come down to Atlanta and do. Hell, you almost got stomped out in Hollywood. 
by a nigga with fake pearls and fingernail polish on. He was he was about to gladly chip that fingernail polish to whoop Safari's ass. Okay. Them them niggas from them different zones will beat you the fuck up, Safari. I hope they do. Yep. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna make nothing shake down there in the Atlanta hip hop scene. Hell, even Rashida country uh shoddy low sounding ass couldn't. My bad. Well, it well. needs to be said. I mean, so, you didn't lie, so I don't know. But yeah, he's like, I want to take my music serious, and I plan on being the best husband. So, you know, I'm like, so just say you move into Atlanta because of Erica, because like, you got because of Erica, because niggas ran you out of New York, basically, because you acting like a whole weirdo, right? Like, imagine throwing a relation, uh, a friendship with Joe Budden away. Joe Budden sitting, sitting in hip-hop landscape where he currently is and you just gonna casually toss a friendship with him aside and for what just so you could bring your bitch to costa rica and fuck her there help me understand like you burning bridges with actual hip-hop people people that are ingrained in hip-hop culture over erica minna And nobody's even telling you that you can't have her. They just saying stop lying about lying. her. Right. And the way you move towards people that you call a friend. Like lying. <laughs> Shit. That's that is the move. He's just been lying in everybody's face. And the fact that um that Rich and Joe even had the foresight to ask him. Like they weren't even tripping. They just wanted to know so that they could know how to move. Right. Joe has an interest in it because he's trying to make sure this sin is not caught up in that shit because her and Erica have traded words many times in the past. Mm-hmm. Right. And here you are. It ain't nobody business. It's everybody business, bitch. You dating somebody off social media. Well, he is somebody off social media, so. Mm. Listen, Safari. <clears throat> I say this with, um, I'm just saying it. I was going to say with the love, but I don't give a fuck about you for real, for real. Um, but listen, beloved, listen to me. Just go do porn. Stop with the rest of this shit. Just go do porn. You have the dick for it. And you had Nikki for a long time. So I'm going to, I think it's safe to assume that you have the stroke to accompany the dick. Just go do porn. We don't care about music. We don't care about you being a love and hip hop. We don't care about you being a love and hip hop whore, jumping from franchise to franchise. We don't care about it. We don't care about you being a husband to Erica Mena. We don't care about you fucking her. We don't care about nothing. Just go do porn. That's my advice to you. Sound advice. Well. Yeah. Um. What else happened? I was yeah. still watching porn from him. I ain't gonna lie. I was gonna. I say, was just about to say. I was such a bozo. I was gonna say he kind of a fucking bozo. I don't know if I want to see it, but I do want to see it. Yeah, I absolutely want to see it. I do want to see it. Yeah, because you probably eat ass. He Jamaican. He, I know he eat ass. No, listen. Man. He don't. He can't do nothing else. So his sex game has to be a one. Get the camera upon me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Straight to the pussy. <laughs> um, Mikaki big now. <laughs> oh my god. Um, what else happened? Uh, we the, the proposal happened. Oh yeah, that's so nice. Performed. Sin I'm... grabbed his ass, so I know she be eating it. In oh yeah. Beach, so mm-hmm. thank you for confirming what we already knew. Get on all fours, Joey. I know. Then that ring was nice, so I know. Listen, listen. Mm-hmm. She tossed that salad all night. I'm talking about, I know she had locked jaw. <laughs> <laughs> I know she did. He put some carrots on her finger. I know she, listen, buffet style, gooch licking, <laughs> ass eating. And you know, he light skinned, so he probably got nice looking gooch and balloon knot. It's probably just nice and yellow. <laughs> or just like, it probably look like a lemon head. Would yes. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Gooch, the other white me? Listen. <laughs> mm. Listen, I know. <laughs> Hello. Is it the gooch you're looking for? Well, I know she did. Got ring, will eat gooch. You know about a manicured gooch. You know he do. You know he do. He way too. He way too of a. Uh, he too. He properly groomed. He just is always properly groomed. Mm-hmm. And he keep a clean house, so I know he keep a clean gooch. Yep. He's very calculated. She, probably be having, she be having that motherfucker. She probably be having him folded up like a pretzel, eating that gooch out. Some yoga shit. Downward facing dog, and she just <laughs> all in that gooch. Mm-hmm. Downward facing sin. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cynthia mm-hmm. Pachenko, the gooch expert. Mm-hmm. Gucci. Her name's Cynthia, so you know she freaky. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that the sin stood for Cynthia, because I mean she would she's some type of Andale, so I don't know. <laughs> so tired of So the sin could have stood for anything. <laughs> Never change, kid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my God. Um, <laughs> what else? Jewels and Kim Bella got married. Do not care. Do not care. Shotgun wedding yep. so that they could get have conjugal visits and um yeah. They, uh, he started his jail sentence too. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I wonder if they make you take your teeth out. Mm. Mm. Easy access. Anyway, I'll say for his sake, I hope not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> about to be Jewel's come, Tana. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, That's what he gonna say if he got the set up. Jewel's, have you ever heard of soap on a rope? 
He a crackhead, so he might smoke soap. Can you imagine him trying to say commissary with them flippers in? Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Put something on my commissary. <laughs> like he talking to somebody they're going to be so goddamn soaked and spit. He's going to be looking like Charmaine. <laughs> Can you imagine him coming across the dude like Terry Crews from uh, The Longest Yard? Yeah, let me get a... Mm. Let me get a... Mm. Let me get a uh, a double cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, what? <laughs> uh, bad luck, Joel. <laughs> Imagine if you don't have no money on this commissary. <laughs> so how how you gonna pay? You just take them teeth out. Cause that's all I wanna see. <laughs> uh what else? Um Yandy and Kimbella, they had a kumbaya moment, but from the preview, it's gonna be very spicy. Yandy was getting in Kimbella's ass. On the reunion? Yeah, on the reunion. Mm-hmm. Which that's all I want to see. I don't care about nothing that they said. I want to get to the reunion because I knew from what y'all uh had said last week that Yandy was fired up because she saw what Kimbella had said about her uh having that little girl for clout and all that kind of thing. Andy was pissed to the point yeah. where QLs kept stepping in because mm-hmm. Andy was reading Kimbella's ass for Phil. What yep. the fuck his his loose teeth ass had to say? Nothing. Basically said, oh it's going too far. It's going too far. <laughs> Trying to protect Kimbella from Yandy's righteous wrath. She yeah this the this gonna be the one time Yandy deserved to go off the way she going off. Yeah. Oh shit! Did we ever talk about uh Yandy and Kimbella admitting that they set that shit up to go argue with uh Mendici's other baby mama at the birthday party? No. Uh, we y'all because they had the conversation and Yandy was like, "Kimbella, let's be honest here. You knew that we set that up so that you could get more screen time, so you could get checked." Mm. You was never supposed to go over there and like start no shit. They was just supposed to go over there because you we are we know how big not big fish but Mona they get paid per episode that they appear in. Yeah. So <clears throat> the more drama they keep up, the less likely they'll be edited out of the the show the tapings. But yeah, I think it was either last episode or the episode before. When they finally was talking, and Yandy was like, "I didn't throw you under the bus, but we had an understanding about that. We was supposed to go over there so you could get some screen time, but you wasn't supposed to start no shit with the with uh, Samantha." Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that was all a setup. Mm. 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 And then, because Yandy was like, "Kimbella." And the crazy part is once you got mad, you tried to spill all the beans, but she like, I never did that to you. I never put your personal business out here, even when we fell out. Mm. And I was like, ooh. Mm. Mm, you spicy. Scheming ass Yoshi bitches. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Them bitches is goofy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I can't wait to see that. Because like that was one time that we can be on Yandy's side. Um, I didn't mention it, but 
because everyone was writing something down that they was throwing into the fire. I don't care about none of that stuff. I will say Safari only wrote Team Jordans on his, and um, that's the perfect description of him and his life. He is definitely a pair of Mexican Jordans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And if y'all listening and y'all don't know what Mexican Jordans is, we can't explain it to you. You just got to be a certain level of black to really get that. Yeah. 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 But best of luck to you if you're not. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Bad luck, because you should know better. So, um, what else happened? Uh, we talked about Joel's getting sentenced. We talked about Joy performing. I mean, proposing at his live show. Um, I wanted to say Joe is a very, very, very smart businessman. Because if you Absolutely. think about it, if you look yeah. at it, he really had no business being on this show this season. With all of the success that he currently has, it really makes no sense for him to be on this show. But he came on here and he showed a whole different side of himself. And he rounded out his rebranding using this show. He did that. Now, the North remembers Joe, but I know about Moon when I see it. Also pushed them legs back. But yeah, you know, I... Hi, Joey. (laughs) My ring. <laughs> His goose probably smell like tangine. <laughs> Joe be like Joe be like sin sin. Use your ring finger. <laughs> Rub it. <laughs> Just oh go. man, but no curse. Yeah. You absolutely right. Like we gotta touch on that because. The North does remember a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But this season, um, you on the show, um, it did a lot for him. Because if you think about it, we even, haven't we haven't dragged him at all this whole season. And no, even we when got we on, did, it was real light. Yeah, we yeah. got on him for how he acted with the postpartum stuff, but then the next episode. He took the initiative to get them in some counseling to figure out which way to go. So it was like, even at times when he was wrong, we saw him do the work to rectify his behavior. Even in this last episode where he yelled at Sin for doing something that he didn't like, he really apologized. And the things that he said to her, like they were heartfelt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He really has humbled down when it comes to his relationship and keeping his woman happy and finding some sort of balance, like it really painted him in a, in an amazing light. So I agree with you there. His, that was like the final step of his rebranding. I doubt we'll see them back next season, unless they're going to be doing a wedding special. Right. Yeah. I can definitely see this being a one and done for them because what, what else is there for them to do? Cause listen, cause she's not doing anything where she needs to be on this show. He definitely no. don't need to be on this show. Hell, if anything, mm-hmm. him being on the show is propping the show up. Yeah. Because of all the other shit that he's doing. I saw that mm-hmm. and I said, okay. Because all of that heartfelt stuff and then the way he proposed to her and everything, I was like, this was one instance where they tried to switch somebody's image and it actually worked. So honestly, mm-hmm. Big Fish, y- y'all can take some notes because y'all tried that shit with C's and failed miserably. 
and, and it looked like from the previews gonna fail again this upcoming season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I can, I can, yeah, I can see them segueing their season on here into a wedding special and then calling it quits all together. Yeah, being done. Because they, they didn't fuck it up. Like other seasons when he was on here, he was a fuck up. This season, he did what he needed to do. He showed what he needed to show. And this is the point, like, this is like his Cardi B moment. This is where you step back off the show. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. you got what you needed from it, run for the hills. Yep. And it was a win-win, because I'm sure him being on the show helped, even if it was slight, it helped with the ratings. Again, Because, again, because of his star power. So Mona got some extra eyes, and he got to finish his rebranding. And now... We look at him differently. Like I said, now we don't we ain't forgot, but we can also acknowledge the growth that he has exhibited, even on this one season of this show, which means there's a lot of there has to be a lot of growth in his personal life that we don't actually see. At least for her sake, I hope so. Because like I said, we ain't forgot. We remember Esther. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's that on that. Um, that was pretty much it. You know, we touched on it before. Kim Bella, um, you really should award the wedding dress from your photo shoot to the actual wedding. But, oh, one other thing that I caught. I don't know if y'all caught this. So when the minister was doing her thing, and she was like, by the power invested in me. And I was like, I thought it was vested. Vested, yep. I was like, this fake ass wedding, y'all make me sick. Y'all can't do right. nothing right. <laughs> y'all can't even have the script right because I caught that too. I'm like, this ain't how this goes. Because <laughs> I've literally never heard of uh, anyone performing a wedding say invested. invested. I've never heard that. Right. For the longest time, I thought it was invested until I finally looked it up on Le Google, even different show, but. I looked it up and I was like, okay, it's vested. And from there, like every time I see it in a in a movie, anything, it's always vested. I was like, where did she come from? Talking about invested. I was like, all right, where did y'all find her? She must be a producer's daughter or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was it. Um, so yeah, Safari, you you a bitch ass nigga. And I really hope we don't have to deal with you on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, but I'm going to go ahead and make the mental space that we will. And I Unfortunately. Don't, I don't know if I'm prepared to have to deal with him and Erica at the same time. At the, the same show. fucking time. Yeah, Especially on the Love and Hip Hop show. That other show they were on that had a theme, that might have been different. But on the Love and Hip Hop show, I just already feel like they're going to be insufferable. Yep. Because they insufferable now. Right. And I don't even keep up with either one of them. Right, and then pair them with the Atlanta cast, which I mean, we don't know who are gonna be on there, but just assuming the usuals, like, oh my god, yeah, Ugh. and then everybody that has that has a problem with Erica, he gonna be getting into. <laughs> just, just imagine, like, he, uh, Safari, Erica, and Carly Red. Oh, no thanks. Mm. <clears throat> I was gonna. No, ain't no way we're gonna get away from Carly Red. She ain't never give him. She gonna be on there till she in the ground. Yeah, she already looked like she in the ground. She no, she looked like she got dug up a couple years ago. Fair. 
And then they put her in the ground again, and then she got back up. That is an old, miserable, messy motherfucker. That's the mummy. Yeah. The messy mummy. <laughs> uh, I think that's it. I can't think of anything else for loving hip hop New York. Like we said, I don't I is next week the reunion or is it like a break in between? No, I think the reunion starts next week. Good. And I hope it's not like three parts. Like it really could only be one. Yeah, please don't yeah. pull please don't pull an Andy. Yeah, hopefully it's only one, maybe two. But if it's two, then we know one of them is gonna be trash. So hopefully they only do one. Yeah. Yeah. One um, and a half, truthfully. Yeah. We're not sure. I'm really about- just waiting to see. Uh it's two things I want to see on the reunion. Can Bella drag uh no Yandy drag Can Bella mm-hmm. and then the rest of the cast dragging Safari if he there. Yeah. That's all I want. And honestly, it's like what else happened in the season for them to even talk about? Yeah, because everything else is resolved. Unless they're gonna give an update about um what's what's the name, baby mama? The slow one? Miracle. Oh, um, oh, Rich yeah, miracle. Yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, miracle needs, yeah, yeah. Um, Black Ink Crew, we're not exactly sure, but Black Ink Crew New York comes back like on the 16th this week, I think, actually, either this week or next week. So we'll pick that up. I think it's next week, yeah, it may be next week, or maybe I don't know. I thought it said the 16th, but I don't know what. I don't think that's Wednesday. It might have been a different day. I don't know. But we know it's coming back either this week or next. So we'll pick that up in place of Black and Crew Chicago. And then we'll keep our eyes out for Married to Medicine LA and see if we'll pick that up. And then we still have Love and Hip Hop Miami, which at this point I'm kind of tired of. Actually, I'm very tired of it. Especially if they're not going to let Bobby get beat the fuck up. Yeah. And that's it. So that wraps up this episode of Ratchet Ramblings. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hopefully the shows pick up a little bit and our show can pick up a little bit too, but it just wasn't. They so don't, you, they're not giving yes, us much to work with. Not to work with. And don't take your dumb grown ass trying to go toss the pig again with your absentee daddy either. <laughs> Let that be a lesson. Don't, don't, be a, don't be a chaotic out here. Mm. If the nigga, if your daddy been a deadbeat, finish letting that nigga be a deadbeat till he die. Mm-hmm. Charlie Brown ass nigga. Well, you know niggas get sappy when they about to go to jail, so. That's yeah. true. He should have just tried to get married like Joel's did. Well, who gonna marry him? I was gonna say. Joy broke ass with No, she thinks she too good. Yeah, she more broke than chaotic. That's hilarious to me. Yeah, she'd rather yeah. have car washes. Um, she'd rather have GoFundMe car washes than actually, you know, do what she need to do. Because she's still married. Although maybe that'll change since Trina gave her that money. Hopefully that was enough to cover the divorce. Mm. Um, but yeah, that wraps everything up. Remember, use the hashtag RatchetRamblingsPod when you live tweet about the show. Um, bonus content. If you want more content from our network, you can become a patron. Go to patreon.com slash flawless noises. Sign up at the $5 level and you'll get what? Five to seven shows. Yeah. Um, something, like that. something like that. We have new content coming out. 
Uh, we discussed it on the wind down. When Game of Thrones comes out, we're going to have a Game of Thrones recap show on the Patreon. So get in where you fit in. Buy some merch if you want to support the network and you don't, for whatever reason, want extra content. If you just want to do a one and done, you can buy a shirt. Go to FlawlessNoises.com slash store. And that's it. This coming week, we will have what? Uh, I don't know what's coming out on the Patreon this week, actually. Might be nothing. <laughs> well, the wind down comes out every week, so we'll at least have that. Um, yeah. And as long as Jeremy is wound up, we'll have the burn book every week, too. <laughs> so we're out here. We working. We're giving y'all content. Uh, and we just want a little bit of support. Like I said, we have something that we want to do later on this year. And we need y'all's help and support to to make it come to fruition. And plus, you know, it's just nice. It helps us keep the lights on, as Jeremy and Bianca usually say. Get with the winning team. Yeah. Get <laughs> Unintentional shade. I often say. <laughs> I thought it too. And that's that on that. So we'll be back next week and we'll see y'all motherfuckers then. Oh, and leave some ratings and reviews on Apple, iTunes, podcasts, whatever they call themselves these days. The ghetto is what they are, but yeah. We need that. It's time to go because Jeremy sound like uh, Megatron. (laughs) I was about to say, speaking of the ghetto. (laughs) I don't know what's going on. We're going to wrap this up. We'll see y'all next week.